Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back to our Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan every Wednesday and Saturday at 10 o'clock Central Time. We are so grateful for your questions and concern, for sending us um, your comments, and we are glad for you to be here. Um, it's so important for us. Many of you know that Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan um, is based on our desire to train you to live with courage and to lead with courage. For those of you who don't know me, uh, I'm Virginia Pradhan. Uh, my story is uh, very well explained in my memoir, Saving My Assassin. And uh, many times I use my own experience, how God um, called me to leadership position, uh, even under socialists and communists, how he developed in me the leader that he created me to be and how um, the things that he uh, put in my, my heart, the uh, leadership uh, influence that he developed in me, I use now to train others. Um, also, it was is not only the story that I use uh, that he... Uh, developed as uh, a leadership influence in Romania, but here in America, as I came to United States, not knowing one word in English, not having any money, and um, with three kids, I was able to learn English, go back to law school in Dallas, Texas, write a book, speak all over the world, and encourage people that God can transform your life if you put your life in God's hands and make you uh, a leader. But our leadership, Courageous Leadership with Virginia Protan podcast is not only based on my own experience. I want you to trust me when I uh, uh, share with you those, uh, those experiences to know that those experiences uh, um, are so important not only to me, but to you to see God's power. But Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan loves, loves to bring courageous leaders at our podcast that will share with you how God developed the leader in them how God uses them as leaders. And one of um, courageous leaders that is my friend and an amazing, an amazing leader is Dr. Denny Yamashiro. He is a chaplain at MIT and Harvard, a talk show host, author, nonprofit leader, speaker, and researcher. And he experienced life in Africa, Asia, Caribbeans, Europe, Middle East, North America, the Pacific Islands, uh, South America, everywhere. He earns ma a master's degree from Harvard, a PhD from Trinity Evangelical Divinity School, and he also holds degrees in theology and Bible exposition from Biola and Talbot. Um, School of Divinity. Dr. Danny and his wife, Jamie, that I met, have three adult uh, children, and they live in Brookline, Brookline uh, Massachusetts. Dr. Danny Yamashiro, welcome to our podcast. We are so grateful for you to be here, and we know that our audience will be enriched by your own experience. Would you share with us 
how God called you and make you aware that as a follower of Christ, he wants you to be a leader. He wants you to develop the leadership that he created you to be. Yes, Virginia. And first, let me just say thank you for for welcoming me and for your courageous leadership. Because not many can say they grew up under the dictatorship of Nikolai Ceausescu and survived and is thriving in the hand of God using you so powerfully today. Well, people might think that my role at MIT and my service at Harvard with faculty and graduate students uh, is a distinction, a unique role, and, and, and in many ways it is. But what people might not realize is what happened to me when I was still a teen and what God did to bring me to the place where I am today, decades later. At the age of 18, Virginia, and, and, and dear friends who are watching and listening, uh, I fell in Hawaii where I grew up. I fell a total of 400 feet from the, the, the most famous cliff in the state of Hawaii. I was trying to rescue my 16-year-old girlfriend. Before I fell, two weeks before that, I said a prayer to the Lord. I said, Lord, I don't know what's happening in my life right now. You see, dear friend, when I was eight, 10 years before, my father had led me to Christ. And in those following 10 years, I drifted far away from God. And at the age of 18, I was far away from God. And so I prayed, Lord, I want to be close to you again. Whatever it will take to bring me back to you, please do it. They say, be careful what you pray for. Well, I fell a total of 400 feet. My scalp was torn off. My skull was fractured in multiple places. My organs were smashed. My left ankle shattered. I was unrecognizable. I could not breathe on my own. Doctors told my parents, they said, Mr. and Mrs. Yamashiro, it doesn't look good. But if your son does survive, he will remain in a vegetative state for the rest of his life, requiring 24-hour care. Now, while that seems hopeless, God, in his grace, God intervened. And now, decades later, you say, well, what happened? Well, I was a broken person. Remember I prayed early on? It was like this. And I'd says Virginia would understand this very well too. And, and, and so would you, my friend. The Lord, it was like the Lord saved me. And it's like he gave my life back to me. And this is what he said. He said, Danny, here, I put your life back in your hands. Now, would you put your life in my hands? And this was my prayer. I said, Lord, 
I'm sorry for trying to do things on my own. Forgive me of my sins. If you can make something of a broken person like me, have your way. I'll go wherever you want me to go. I'll be whatever you want me to be. I'll say whatever you want me to say. I'll do whatever you want me to do. And it's at that point, Virginia, that moment when I surrendered. And I suspect that it is in the surrender that we begin the journey of courageous leadership with the strength and help of God. That is so true. It reminds me what David said, your right hand made me great. It's nothing about us. It's nothing yes. after all, all the skills, all the talents, the place where he placed us or the influence that he is giving us, it's all gifts from him. The surrender is the key to let him build in us the leadership and the leadership influence. There is no explanation. I would be a fool to say that I did everything that I did in Romania in, on my own. Nobody can be in an interrogation room and be beaten, tortured, and have an influence on these this horrifying people. I remember uh, as I was full of blood, I remember God whispering to me saying, share the gospel, tell them that I love them. So as I was full of blood, I look at them and I said, I don't like what you're doing, but I know God loves you and I choose to love you. And many of them turned their heads because they were crying. They didn't know what to do. But even the words that you said in those circumstances are not human words, are just the Holy Spirit in you telling you and making you a leader in, in that circumstances to share Christ with others. That's what, what surrender looks like, because it's not about you. It's about seeing people around you, especially those people in those circumstances as uh, captured by the evil one. And God wants you to let them, God wants to use you and share with them Christ that he can bring them to, to the cross. And that's the leadership. That's what, you, you know, leadership in Christ, it's not a title. You can be in any situation, in any circumstances, and be a leader. You can be at home and stay home, mom, and you are the leader because you are building, building um, life for Christ in 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 a next generation in your kids. So you are so right. Tell us how God helped you step by step from putting you together to be a chaplain at MIT and to be at Harvard. Virginia, it was a slow process and continues to be a, a slow process. Sometimes even feeling like I'm taking two steps forward and three steps back. There are times when I feel like, or I have felt like, 
things were not progressing as quickly. I had an emotional breakdown. Uh, it, it took a long time for me to heal physically. Uh, with I have some invisible disabilities because of my fall. But the Lord in his grace has, in time, by his process, developed me. There's times of brokenness. And I would say that in those moments of brokenness were some of the, the, the most lush valleys of my development. I, in brokenness, my heart has softened before God. My ears have become more attuned to the voice of God's spirit. My, my, my desire has slowly become more and more wanting to do God's will and not my own, and even becoming more sensitive and discerning to things around, sort of like how you mentioned about other people and serving other people and, and how to share the gospel in various ways in different circumstances. So, 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 so leadership is actually happening in the Lord and in the Lord's way, even when we think that nothing's happening, even when we feel like uh, we're, we're, we've been put on the shelf or we're not in the game, or as it's been said, when God wants to shoot an arrow further, he has to pull back even more. And you might be in that pull back mode right now, but you just wait. The Lord is preparing you for an even greater, more divinely empowered, courageous leadership going forward. That is so interesting. And I hope that our audience will take to heart one that is surrender. Surrender is such a, a, a important stepping point in your life. Recognize that you are broken. Yes, you might not have a dictator in your life. You might not have an accident from uh, 400 feet, you know, a place and uh, to be physically that you can see your brokenness, but there is a spiritual and emotional brokenness. You might have even financial brokenness or relationship uh, brokenness in, in your life. But if you accept to see yourself how God sees you and also see that God is ready as you submit to him to build that leader in you. And if you see that you, you might think that you are on the shelf, like you said, but he is pulling you in order to send you to an amazing place that he created for you, you will be amazed. We, I said many times, and, and I know you agree with me, that our dreams, before we, we surrender to God, and even often, whatever we think right now, as our dreams are nothing compared with the dreams, amazing, absolutely amazing, dreams that will in, enrich your life and dreams that will enrich lives of people all over the world. Because you have to remember that you are bought, bought with a with a 
precious blood, precious price, Christ's price. You don't belong to you. If you try to still belong to you, you will lose. You belong to Christ and let him build that leader and leadership influence in your life. What do you think is the most important thing that God wants to do uh, in your life right now, in your influence at MIT and Harvard? Well, the fact that I'm actually here and doing what I'm doing is a miracle of God because I had to learn to walk. I had to learn to talk. I, I, I couldn't. I, I had to learn to write. I had to learn to eat again. So just to graduate from high school was a very big deal, not to mention any further studies. Well, the Lord has given me a, a sense of responsibility at a place like this because so many of the world's current and future leaders converge at MIT and Harvard. So how is Christ being formed in some of these very gifted, very driven, excellently developed people in mind and body? But what about the spiritual needs? What about the emotional needs? We're human beings in need of God. And I believe, Virginia, that the Lord has me here, along with others who are serving hand in hand, linking arms with me for the sake of the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, to, to pray for, to serve, to be a part of the lives of those whom the Lord desires to shape in likeness to Jesus Christ. Some are not believers. Some are believers and some are on the way. But that's the stewardship, that's the responsibility. And I'm reminded of the scripture where the Lord says to us, do not fear for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you for I am your God. I am with you, I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous or victorious right hand. And I hold on to that scripture in the midst of these very challenging times in our world and our challenging times, even as we engage with people. That is so wonderful. You know, um, my second daughter, my first daughter graduated from SMU like me, and my second daughter graduated from Harvard Law School, and my son from United States Air Force Academy. At that time when she graduated, 2005, there was not a chaplain at Harvard. And I know that she would have loved to have that. And you are so right about because uh, graduates at Harvard, I can see that in my daughter. I can see that in myself too. So sometimes I feel guilty of a driven person and very, uh, very well educated. And she wants to uh, reach other people for Christ. And, uh, you know, classmates uh, or former classmates at uh, Harvard. But God is giving you an amazing opportunity. And the fact that when you share with them your story, your brokenness and how God used uh, you, because many times 
uh, people that might not know Christ will think that everything is on their shoulders. Then, you know, they graduate yes. or they are on uh, Harvard, um, they are responsible for everything. And I'm wondering sometimes if even Christians, after being in an atmosphere, they don't forget that it's God who will do everything in, in them. Many times we forget that and we start worrying and do, do those things. But I believe that God is giving you an amazing opportunity, not only at Harvard and MIT, but wherever you you go and speak, because you're, nobody can can uh, argue with your your story and how God accomplished everything in your story. What would you say to someone that will say, because I, I have so many um, listeners, people, and people that I even um, uh, train them, you know, individual training or coaching or corporate or uh, group coaching. Many times they say, oh, I don't have what he has, or I don't have what you have, like you have to have the blueprint. What would you say to them? God has you where you are now for a purpose. And God is working, moving graciously in your life right where you are purposefully. I wasn't always at Harvard. I wasn't always at MIT. But it was all part of God's purpose. And Virginia... The idea of faithfulness before God is such an important subject in relation to courageous leadership. Because our, it's very easy to make comparisons. I, I'm, I'm, I do that too. I compare. Mm -hmm. But when we compare, we take our eyes off of the Lord and what the Lord is doing. And we begin to look at ourselves and what we're able to do because we're comparing with others and we're, we're judging that way. But when we look at the Lord and we, we seek to be faithful to God, we serve an audience of one. Yes. And the Lord looks at us and he says, Virginia, Danny, dear friend, it's not just about you trusting me. You know how we always say, just trust God, trust God. But what about can God trust us? Can God trust us to do what no one else sees? When no one else is thanking us, when no one else is patting us on the back, can we do it well? Can we do it with excellence? And for, for look up to God and say, to God be the glory. Because it's in those moments that the, 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 the formation of Christ is raised and built in us. And really, the Christ being formed in us, Jesus in us, that's leadership. That's leadership. The leadership part, the courageous part, will come automatically because Christ is the ultimate courageous leader. Yes, that is so true. You said it, and we need to ask, can God trust us? 
that in everything that he has done, we return the glory and we point people to him, not to us. Many times I said in my speeches, in my book, that I am a tool in God's hands. I'm nothing. God is the hero of my life. He just uses me for his glory because that's how God works. We are instruments in his hands for his glory. I just, I just want to thank you so much, Dr. Dan, Danny, for um, your message. It's absolutely uh, so encouraging, and I hope that uh, our audience, our listeners, will take it to heart. Uh, we just reach a tip of, you know, just the surface of what we can share together. We will invite you again, but I just want to thank you so much for being here and sharing your amazing message with our audience. Thank you for the privilege, Virginia. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you to all of you. We appreciate so much your presence here. I hope the message of Dr. Danny will touch you and, and change your mind. And uh, you want to walk with us and uh, to let Christ, submit to Christ, to let Christ to be your, your leader and uh, to build in you courageous leader that he wanted you to be. If you have any questions, if you want more training, please go to virginiapradanbooks.com and you will find there the coaching training group individual. If you want to buy the book, uh, buy the book Saving My Assassin by, uh, by Virginia Pradhan, I, I encourage you because you will see God's hands in my life and how he can use you for your glory. Again, uh, um, we are grateful for you to be here until our next Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan every Wednesday and Saturday at 10 o'clock Central Time. I hope you will keep in touch and you will be blessed. Uh, we love you and we want you to be the leader that God created you to be. Until next time, God bless you. Bye-bye.